0: Hey you lab rats, my name is Darian of Lab Shenanigans and welcome to Scientifically Speaking, where my guests and I talk about science stuff, mental health, and catch up on life. For today's episode, I catch up with one of my good old friends from undergrad. We reminisce about our time during undergrad and a little bit about our journey of getting into medical school and getting her master's in public health. Enjoy! plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. I'm going to write. What if I just click no? Um, if I just then I literally <laughs> imagine if this was like the entire episode. All right, guys, we are done. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Scientifically Speaking. Today, I have my wonderful, beautiful, sexy, schmexy oh friend, Kimberly Koo. I literally think of Crazy Rich Asians. I think of Colin mm. Koo every time oh I think
1: god, of Oh my god, yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, we can get into this after you do your cute little introduction.
0: <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Kimberly Koo is currently a fourth year medical student at UTMB in Texas, Galveston, Galveston, Texas, and she got her MPH between her third and fourth year. She's now doing a her research year in the plastic surgery department in Baltimore. Good morning, Baltimore. Every mm. day's like an. Okay, so uh, before we started this, you told me that you don't like the musical hairspray. Um, <laughs> you pretty much said you hate gay people. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: i don't know i just i just don't really jive with it you
0: know oh my god wow Uh, anyway first you wanted to end the podcast early then you (laughs) said you hate gay people oh my gosh i I can't sabotaging
1: your career and the entire (laughs) entire gay community yeah really really well for myself
0: To start off, we were both in an organization where we didn't go off by our, like, real names. We had Mm -hmm. camp names. And so it's so weird calling you Kimberly Kim because I know you as KP and you know me as Momo. This organization is called Camp Kesem. And are you still involved with Camp Kesem?
1: No, not right now. I did some stuff after I graduated. So Camp Cassim So no it's a mama. nonprofit that serves children whose parents have cancer. And it's hosted at college campuses across the United States. So I think there's over, oh, I'm a bad, bad alumni. But there's like over a hundred chapters. And yeah, and, I'm actually
0: going to report this to nationals. That yeah, that's terrible. fine.
1: That's fine. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> As a college graduate, like you can do a bunch of stuff, like advise for, you know, a camp chapter or you can help fundraise. So I advise for a little bit, but your girl is broke so I can no longer contribute and I don't have that much time and you're busy
0: too you're hella busy yeah
1: Yeah, that's okay I make time for the things that I care about like you
0: (laughs) 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 I'm like opening my mouth like "Uh, ah (laughs) ah baby birding over here. <laughs> mm, extra proteins enzymes mm, helping me break yeah, down my <laughs> <vile>. <laughs> yum so it's oh morning time God. and that's pretty much my breakfast mm. um,
1: have you seen that um video of that little girl that's like eating her mom's spaghetti or something and she's like her mom's like how is it and she's like good mm-hmm. and then like yes
0: that, <laughs> that was you when we week. when we had that uh, when we went to the Airbnb me you Bam Bam uh, Rooster
2: yeah
1: two
0: Februarys ago when we cooked spaghetti yeah. and it was bland. <laughs> 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 it's
1: like who forgot the salt in this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, that was literally like two months. Was that like right before the pandemic started? I think that was. Right before the pandemic started, do you remember that? And I remember telling you. Do you remember that you were literally the last one of the last people I saw before our country like went on shutdown or lockdown? We went to the Color Factory in Houston. Yes. Oh no, you don't remember. It? That's fine. Okay. No, no. no.
0: <laughs> I remember that because I was actually cleaning up my Google Drive and I was deleting pictures because I'm running out of storage. I came across Dude. our Color Factory photos. <laughs> we took a lot. That was really fun.
1: Yeah, that was fun. And then the whole world changed
0: was that 2020
1: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it was 2020
0: that was 2020 that was when I got accepted into grad school and I told y'all about it that was February and I think March was when we found out that uh, whoops we're in a pandemic
1: do you remember where you were when you got the announcement like we need to shut down for two weeks
0: I think I was in lab yeah <laughs> I think <laughs> what's new
1: <laughs> you're like I think I was crying in the tissue culture room <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I think I was in the middle of an experiment and then our PI called us over she was like hey we need to have an emergency meeting right now and we're like okay what's happening what about you where were you
1: I was on my surgery rotation actually yeah I was in vascular surgery which is super cool, but just like not my cup of tea. And I remember I was with a bunch of my friends on rotation and we were all kind of like, oh, it's just a flu, like COVID, like all of our mentors and our teachers and stuff like weren't really freaking out. And then midday, we got an email from the institution being like, everyone needs to, like go home Rotations are canceled indefinitely or something. Oh, wow. And it was just so I know it was so apocalyptical. I remember me and my friend, um, we, like, walked to my car. Yeah, we like walked to my car and we just like sat in my car. Let's so, get like,
0: apocalyptical. Liptical.
1: Do <laughs> I like, don't even know what you're singing, Momo. Girl, um, physical.
0: Phys- let's get physical. Oh, oh my god! Like so uh,
1: I couldn't even recognize you. Girl, yeah. that was
0: on key. In tune that you're was right. like literally. I you're was right. playing the recording. Perfect
1: pitch. <laughs> Darian, win pitch perfect. Cast
0: for-
1: <laughs> is it four now? It's like pitch perfect four or five. Or we something. need an all
0: Asian cast of Pitch Perfect.
1: Yes. Oh my god. Okay, let me tell you about Crazy Rich Asians. Okay, first off, I live in Singapore for like five years when I was like a little bitty baby so pretty much owned the country um and then so actually when I saw the movie it was like the marriage of like Colin Koo or what's her name it was like
0: Colin Koo and Araminta wow it's like like you never even saw the movie so you hate gay people you hate Asian people
1: and you wanted to end this podcast early
0: wow three wow. strikes
1: i know God. internalized um, racism we get it i know model minority um <laughs> but, but yeah when i saw the movie it was like around the time where like asian americans were rallying and like finding our own voice mm-hmm. and i remember seeing the movie and like it was like the coup wedding and i was like oh my i like, was in the theater i turned to my partner justin and i was like, like, that- that's I mean. was, like shut up like stop talking in the movie theater. <laughs> He's sitting there like so emotional about having my name in a movie, you know, mm-hmm. which is so stupid. There are like a million No I don't think is
0: stupid. Yeah. I'm like one of the OG people and I read the book. Read the book before oh, I watched did the you? movie. Who's yes. the author? Kevin Kwan. <laughs> Kevin Kwan. <laughs> I I Fun fact, he went to grad school, U of H. No way. He's
1: from S- Houston.
0: No, I think he's from Malaysia, but then he moved to Houston. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay. And I think he lived in Clear Lake. See, girl? Test me.
1: Oh, man. T- yeah, you do know him. He's like in
0: the <laughs> He's <laughs> oh, right he's here.
1: Fine,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah, and I remember, like, reading the book, and I was like, oh, my God, cool, like, you were the first person I thought of, and I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense, because you are from Singapore, well, no, you're from Malaysia. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, or, I mean, I was born in the USA, you know, US of A, but, yeah, my parents are both from Malaysia, so, yeah, US it was of a really Slay. emotional movie for me, yeah, it was a really emotional movie for me, I I don't know. And then now, like, Asian Americans are having this, like, huge cultural movement of, Mm -hmm. you know, finding our place in the U.S. And I don't know. I think that was really one of the first times where I was like, dang, I see why all this conversation about, like, representation in the media, like, really matters and blah, 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 you know, all that good stuff. About
0: to make me tear up and then make me lick my own (laughs) tear. Make me drink my own tears. And... (laughs) (laughs) Kim, when did we meet? We met in 24, 2013 or 2014, 2014.
1: I think we met sophomore year of college, which we're aging ourselves. I think it's 2014, right? I don't remember how we met. You don't remember? No. Not at all. Wait, do you?
0: Yes. I remember the exact moment we met. It was the FAC. We were in the basement. We're waiting outside of, you know, that classroom basement FAC. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That big, yeah, yeah.
0: And this was right before the general body meeting for Camp Kesem. And I just got out of we rehearsals. Met Camp Kesem? Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Wow, this organization has given us so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I just got out of rehearsals from like this play and I'm carrying my viola. You're yeah. sitting down at a bench. I saw you're sitting next to Deanna. I think at the time, the only person I knew was Deanna. I approached her and I saw you and I introduced myself to you. The first thing you said to me was, Oh God, is that a viola? <laughs> and I was, and I was like, Whoa, you know, a lot of people would have mistaken this for for a violin, and you knew as a viola. And I was not like, I, yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, you, I. you were an orchestra, and you're like, Yeah, I played violin. And I'm like, Yeah, yes. wow. the better of the two. Just kidding,
1: actually. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. Okay, now you were really canceled. Wow. No,
1: I, I do not remember that I'm so sorry
0: no yeah, but, yeah I, I'm gonna get mad at you actually how can you not well, remember that
1: here's my thing it's like sometimes I I don't know if you feel this way but it's so crazy that the amount of things that we've forgotten in the last few years because I feel like I'm learning so much that I have no room for these like <laughs> important <laughs> sentimental memories you know what I mean <laughs> like, but like, is so that cute, important basically. to you though yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> one of my most vivid memories of us is we were studying biochem mm-hmm. in the FAC, like top level, like the regular level. um Ground floor, no, right? First floor, first floor, like the one with all the sunlight and stuff. Anyway, yeah, that is the
0: ground floor. I mean, I guess depending where you're at, because Austin is very hilly, so like basement floor. Oh. I guess, yeah, I, I know what oh, you mean. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what you mean too. That's a good point.
0: I know what you anyway. mean. Like where, um, where people generally study like where the it desk is
1: studying and we were like or was it OChem? it was like some chem you know bio op whatever Mm -hmm. and we were just studying together and i was like we should not never study together ever because you and i were just talking the whole time
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not surprised we we both talk a lot in general another time i remember us studying we weren't necessarily studying together but we were studying in the same area and Mm -hmm. i think it was OChem too girl you were running around asking people like about this one mechanism that you weren't really mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. and you were just like running around asking like table to table <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> most likely because everyone was <laughs> at so all of us were in the same room probably. this was
0: okay too right i don't
1: know no yeah it was too. we had iverson oh my favorite
0: the best. Literally, Iverson made OCHEM 2 so fun. He's the so reason fun. why I like OCHEM because at oh, really? first I had Cola Pret and I don't really like him. Did I like f- him?
1: It doesn't
0: matter. Girl, wait, who's the other professor?
1: Switch with an S. Shh. Shabir.
0: Shabir. Shabir. I was like, I heard she was awesome. Like,
1: yeah. I, I heard she was like a super great teacher.
0: People who have um, her really thrived in Iverson's class. But, I mean, we both thrived in Iverson's class without having a strong O'Chem foundation. So, baby, we slayed the house down.
1: I don't know if you feel like this, but sometimes I wish I could, like, go back. To college so like i feel like my college experience was really fun you know mm-hmm. like i had a really good time oh yeah i like joined a bunch of clubs you know obviously camp and like changed my life but i feel like if i could go back and do it again i would change my major and like try to learn more
0: <laughs> wait <laughs> you know i mean? feel the same way
1: do you what yeah. would you your
0: major to engineering same I'm thinking of reapplying to PhD programs and specifically either electrical engineering or biomedical engineering.
1: Oh my God, do
0: it. It's because of the fact that I regret not studying those things in undergrad. And and I'm about to join a lab where it's a combination of electrical and biomedical engineering. And then I'm going to start, hopefully start my own project and then get into either program. But I don't know. I'm still thinking about it.
1: Congratulations, mom.
0: Oh my God. So, Thank you. So
1: exciting. No, that's Thank awesome. You. I mean, I don't know. What is life but to pursue knowledge and relationships? You know what I mean? Oh my mm. God. I suddenly turned into like Confucius over here. That's so impressive. Like, oh. Oh, you can totally do it.
0: I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. Yeah.
1: Would you do it in in Texas or what? Are you going to? Yeah. You
0: I'm thinking about Rice University.
1: Yes. A hundred times, yes. You are going to kill it. Yeah. Congratulations. That's oh, a really thank big... you.
0: Yeah. My only concern is that it's going to be math heavy. And I haven't yeah. taken a math class in a while. My highest yeah. level was physical chemistry. Girl, I took physical chemistry without taking Diffy Q.
1: What? <laughs> Why would you do that? You want to know something so interesting? So recently, I caught up with one of our friends, Mustard. Really? Oh,
0: wait, wait, small world. Mustard's friend, they're in like the same PhD cohort, reached Uh out to me to give a talk to their PhD program.
1: Oh my God, shut up. That's so funny. Super small world. But yeah, I guess Dr. Mustard now because he just graduated with his PhD, but he's like making his way across the Northeast, like Mm -hmm. catching up with people. And so he stopped by in Baltimore. (gasps) I know. (laughs) Like, why would you do that? Just kidding. I actually really like once more. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Mustard, Mustard, PhD, engineering, your PhD. Okay, whatever. Oh, wait, I'm sorry to
0: interrupt you. So the reason why we call it Mustard is because once again, Camp Kesem, we have camp names and Mustard used to be the director before you, right?
1: Yeah, before me and yeah. Diana were director. Mm-hmm. Because before you, yeah. it was
0: Mustard and Mufasa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good old time. I bumped into Mufasa at a Make the Magic event, like, two years ago in Houston. What? It was what? so random. Yes, at Rice.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Because I thought... He's in Amsterdam now, I think.
0: I thought he was in Italy.
1: No, no, no. I think now he's in Amsterdam. Our boy's a globetrotter over here.
0: Yeah. What does he do?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: for some reason i want to say I, he's a soccer coach i think
1: at some point he was and maybe like an au pair or something but now i have
0: you just my, muted yourself my,
1: yeah yeah i know because my like lab members are coming and i don't want you you're, oh. to mess up.
0: you're all good you you're hear? all good yeah i can hear you perfectly fine okay. um connection is so good
1: oh is it it's like the hopkins wi-fi and it's like not super great <laughs>
0: I remember one thing that really impressed me during my senior year of undergrad was that because of Camp Kesem, you decided to base your thesis um, around, was it like the children in Camp Kesem?
1: Yeah, it was like childhood resilience to like stress and emotional trauma. Yeah, so I was in like this honors program at UT and I had to do like a, a senior thesis for the honors program about something that was really interesting. And I think, you know, whenever we were at camp, So at camp, there's like one day, right? For all of your non kesem fanatics. But there's like one day at camp where that's the only time we ever talk about cancer and it's called empowerment. Mm -hmm. And during that ceremony, it's just like crazy because you see, at least you and I were like the young people, counselors. Like we were counselors for like, six-year-old, seven-year-old. What do you mean we're young?
0: We're st- I'm so young.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were counselors for the babies, you know, the little babies. Um, but it's, like, really crazy how, like, you see these six-year-olds be like, oh, when my mom died of cancer, you know, it was really hard. And it's like, what the heck? You know, like the world is so unfair and so cruel. But mm-hmm. And like y- all the adults, like all the counselors are like sobbing. And yeah. then the kids are just like, oh, yeah, you know, my mom died. So, yeah, that was like the inspiration behind my thesis. And so uh, what I did was I pretty much interviewed like a bunch of kids whose parents either had or did have cancer. Um, and then I did like a qualitative study on those interviews. So, yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Science. Except qualitative science.
0: (laughs) Can you go more into Uh the study? I'm just curious.
1: So the study was essentially it was a phenomenology study, but qualitative research in general, like the umbrella of qualitative research, looks at non-numerical data, right? So yeah, when we think of like data, unfortunately, the common like misconception is that data is only numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So you think of like statistics and Diffie Q and, you know, like epidemiology, but there's also qualitative research, which a lot of, a lot more medical fields are like leaning towards where you try to understand, you know, like phenomenon or how or why people do things they do or why a certain experience is lived and experienced this way. Essentially, the study that I did in undergrad was looking to see like how and why children react the way they do when they have parents who have cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so long ago. I really could not tell you much other than that. But no, that's I had a good. really wonderful mentor in social in the School of Social Work who was like really into qualitative research. Oh, Yay, qualitative work! <laughs> um, I don't know if we should name drop. But she was awesome. She was in the School of Social Work at UT. And she was like the most wonderful human being. Anyway, bleep! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember, like, one of the first things I noticed about you when we first met was, like, how adamant you were on going to med school. Mm-hmm. Out of all the friends I knew, you were, like, the most ambitious and determined to get to medical school. And congrats, girl, okay. you're in. You're in your fourth okay. year. <laughs>
1: real quick all the people I started with us with are now doctors because I took two years off and I'm like damn how are you a doctor (laughs) we were just babies like yesterday and now you're like a living breathing physician Mm -hmm. it's so wild
0: can you describe your journey to medical school that's such a Um, loaded like like (laughs) bitch when I start I
1: know (laughs) well it started when I was uh two years old and I came out of the womb with a scalpel pretty no. much
0: can you read your personal statement to me right now
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, BRB, let me pull it up really
0: quick. <laughs> okay let me, let yeah, me I mean- backtrack let me backtrack oh my god. <laughs> roasting me <laughs> roasting me on my podcast you know let me let me just ask another question what was okay, setting okay, the yeah, mcat yeah. like
1: oh so stupid i hated the mcat i am terrible at standardized tests it was so horrible And I'll get on my soapbox for a little bit, okay? Like teeny tiny soapbox, you know, like Lush, $500 Lush.
0: I don't get, what what does that mean? Get on your soapbox.
1: Wait, you don't know what Lush, wait, you don't know what get on your soapbox means?
0: No, I know what Lush is. I just don't know what get on your soapbox means.
1: It means like I'm about to like profess something I really care about and be a little dramatic about it, but not too much, you know? Or like, I'm like here to like really speak truth to power. Where does that come from?
0: What is- I don't
1: know. Let me Google it. What is the language
0: of origin?
1: um etymology okay (laughs) meaning of get on your soapbox to express your opinions about a particular subject forcefully oh interesting a soapbox is a raised platform on which one stands to make an impromptu speech often about a political subject the origins of the term okay i'm not going to go into this
0: no i I want to know the (laughs) (laughs) origins
1: Um, origins of the term, pretty much throughout the 19th century and into the 20th century, prior to the invention of corrugated fiberboard, manufacturers used wooden crates for the shipment of wholesale merchandise. Mm. And then these were called soapboxes, and they were made free and easily portable temporary platforms for street corner speakers attempting to be seen and heard at improvised outdoor meetings. From Wikipedia, y'all. If you want me to cite my sources, uh... It's yeah please um
0: <laughs> i'll add it to the supplementary uh, information <laughs> okay. to this podcast <laughs> we need anyway. to cite everything we say
1: <laughs> yeah we don't want to plagiarize that was from wikipedia i don't know who wrote that but it is there if you guys will look it up anyway, a very know.
0: reliable source
1: what were we even talking about oh mcat okay
0: yeah oh MCAT yes
1: listen I am terrible at standardized tests which is you know funny to say because I'm in med school and medicine is all about like standardized tests but it's just like really dumb how you take one test and I think there's like either research that shows that you know at least not for the MCAT but for like the SAT that certain standardized tests are inequitable Mm -hmm. for different populations I am not one of those populations I will say that I am an overrepresented minority I'm an Asian American you know, so we tend to do well as a group on standardized tests, but mm-hmm. I me mean, personally, I found it very challenging because a lot of times, like you have to pay for these services, like Kaplan or mm. insert other service Speaking here. Of that, you know,
0: if my followers need any Kaplan materials, I can send it to. Can I, Am I allowed to do that? Am I legally allowed to do that?
1: Like sponsor? No, not even Wait, sponsor. You... Just
0: like I have a lot of their Wait,
1: your leftovers.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I have my PDF files of their books. I'm willing to send it to people if they need it. Is that legal though? Okay,
1: I don't know. Maybe like make a fake account on Facebook Marketplace, like Marion and Dwin, and then <laughs> you can like <laughs> you can like sell them there.
0: No one's gonna know it's me. That was a very good name.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very good at these. anyway all that to say is the mcat was very stressful for me i didn't do super well on it i also didn't know what i was doing when i applied to medical school which is obviously it worked out fine i got in but there are a lot of like little hidden games that you gotta know what are you picking your nose
0: i'm picking my nose i have a booger i'm sorry (laughs) keep talking bitch (laughs) don't get distracted i can't they can't see us they can't see us they can only hear us that's
1: right that's right anyway studying for the mcat was really tortuous and then also you know i think during that time i was taking like a bunch of classes and so i was also trying to study for my other class and like all these other organizations and i was in a lab and yeah
0: we get it you're hella smart
1: well also yeah no humble brag okay (laughs) no really not i did average on the mcat
0: i only did average i got like a 528 (laughs)
1: Isn't that like the max score? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like did average. You're like one of those med students who's like, oh my God, I did so bad A plus no, on this I test.
1: I hate those people. I hate those people.
0: Okay. Self-loathing. We got people. it. We get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And by those people, I mean me. <laughs> and by me, I mean the greatest person in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm cat sucks. Good luck to anyone studying for it. You can do it.
0: And you got in. You got into med school your first try, right?
1: I did, yeah. I did.
0: Wow, uh, she wasn't even I trying.
1: I will say it's harder to get in now. I feel like it's way, hard. dude, if I applied now, no way would I get in now.
0: <laughs> Wait, why would you say it's harder now?
1: I don't know. I think there are more and more people interested in going to med school. There are more med schools popping up every year. In Texas, I think like in the last three years or something, like three more med schools popped up. U of H. Uh, let me see, Texas Medical School. You hold on to your your horses or hats, one of the two. There's Baylor, Sam Houston, State University College of Osteopathic Medicine, TCU, which I think is a new MD school. Dell was like new when I was applying.
0: Dell, I forgot about Dell.
1: I know. UH, University of Incarnate Word. So four, four med schools since I applied.
0: Those are the new ones or did you list out all? Yeah, Yeah,
1: those are the new ones. Those are the new ones. There are like 10 others
0: on here. Yeah, because I was like, um, you didn't even list out McGovern. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or my own
0: school. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass Oh, we were talking about, like, you were saying, I don't think I can get into the school today because, like, I'm just too smart.
1: Mm, Yeah, I'm too perfect to go into med school. No med school wants me. Um, (laughs) They're so jealous of me. No, it's just, like, I meet some of the med students now, and they're like, oh, yeah, um... When I was a first year, I created a company that recycled glass and it created the biggest building in the world. And now I've, you know, now I'm in med school and (laughs) it's like, God, okay.
0: Okay, bitch. I feel like you're selling yourself short because, bitch, you were a fucking director of Camp Kesem. That's true. So I don't see why you're like, I need to do anything. (laughs) Bitch, you led a whole nonprofit student organization at the University of Texas at Austin.
1: That's right.
0: I think we have one of the biggest chapters in Texas, too.
1: Yeah. All right. I would agree with that. And I appreciate the hype. See, everyone, you got to have friends that hype you up. Bitch,
0: I ain't hyping. I'm telling you the truth.
1: Mm. Oh, God. Okay. But I think in general, it's just it gets more and more competitive to get into med school every year. So and then same for residency. I think that you can only have so many metrics to get into residency and med school. And every year, everyone just gets better and better at like working the system, you Mm -hmm. know? Okay off soapbox. I stepped off.
0: Okay, yeah, I was too tired of looking up looking at five, two and a
1: three quarter frame on the soapbox.
0: And what was your first year of medical school like?
1: Well, I think your previous guest talked a little bit about the curriculum a little bit, maybe, maybe not. But... Okay,
0: well, it's different for every person. I don't care what my previous guest choo, choo,
1: choo. Choo, choo, choo.
0: You have your own story. You need to tell your own story.
1: Well, we go to the same med school. I don't know her, but shout out to her. She was a great guest. But so our school, UTMB, which is in Galveston, mm-hmm. which is an island, is super chill. So I think the first year, we had eight week blocks of classes. Only one of them was like super intense. And it was, like the anatomy one because you're like in there dissecting all the time but mm-hmm. every time else it was just you had like two hours of pbl and then maybe an hour of lecture um
0: pbl what's that
1: it's oh it's problem-based learning question mark so it's how, like are you when throw, like, how
0: are you gonna throw acronyms at us and expect us to know it when you don't even know it
1: med school was so long ago i literally started med school in 2017 okay it was fine i think a lot of it was like a lot of growth because I made all my best friends in college, you know, Camp Mm -hmm. Kesson gave me all my best friends. And Mm -hmm. then for all of us to like dissipate and all of us were all across the state. And then I had to like be put in a class full of like really ambitious and focused medical students. It was just a really big shock. And like, honestly, if I didn't have my partner, he moved to Galveston with me. Like, I don't know. I think it would have been really hard. Um, But all of my classmates were really friendly. Like we have like frats at UTMB. Like everyone likes to like hang out with each other. So it was fun. That's but good. I think it was a lot of personal growth. Yeah, for sure. You know that great. one meme?
0: It's like, you know what that's called? Growth. You don't know that meme? I do not. No. Oh, oh, you are like not culturally aware, girl.
1: I know. I'll send it to you I after this. Send it to me after this. Hey, I pulled up the meme about that little girl throwing up the spaghetti. That's pretty culturally with it, okay, right? Okay, true,
0: true, true. You know? Yeah. Wait, well, yeah, I gotta stretch out yeah. my. I gotta stretch out my legs.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Ooh. For those that don't know, I'm sitting in my closet, and it's a very cramped yeah, space. Yeah, why
1: are you sitting in your closet? Because
0: the acoustics are so nice. The clothes, oh, okay. they're like, they block out the sound. You said I, no
1: one can see. Oh, okay. Because
0: it's the audio. Yeah. It's a podcast, <laughs> girl. Oh, my God. Where have you been? Where have you been all my life?
1: I, uh, okay, I get that song. Mm.
0: Who sings it? Five, four, oh, three, two, oh. one. Rihanna oh my God. Oh, oh,
1: Rihanna. You're,
0: right. you're killing me. Don't, and
1: don't I... did you finish stretching? Are you done stretching?
0: Okay, I might cut that out. That's
1: dangerous. <laughs> <You gotta laughs> <cut> that out.
0: <laughs> Where I upload the podcast, there's like a little section. It's like, is this episode appropriate? Now nah, I have to uncheck it now because I guess it's kind not 18 appropriate. And up I know. Yeah. My aunt, when she was raising my cousins, she would call like the penis. She would call it Tinky Winky. (laughs) I think. Why? I don't know. And remember during Camp Kesem, during training, we we should always tell parents to not nickname body parts. And we should call it for what it is or at least like call it 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 groin. Because then children will associate certain things with that body part. I lost my train of thought.
1: I know we're doing that a lot.
0: I'm saying I'm losing my train, of thought, but there's really nothing up here. It's like just, it's like an empty dome. (laughs) It's like echo. echo,
1: The train was never here. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
0: the train never arrived.
1: (laughs) The train never got here. Train doesn't even exist. The limit does not exist
0: shut up i'm no. triggered once again <laughs> you're just teasing me at this point i told you i'm really bad at math and Going you're like
1: engineering you literally <laughs> said you want to do i think i want to do a PhD in engineering it's like okay
0: like at every given you opportunity, opportunity you're like let me just try to throw in a math let me just try to make it feel shit yeah
1: i have no math besides like biostats stats and so that's it
0: you're in a research lab don't you use math like m1 d1 equals m2 v2
1: I mean, that's it. I don't really do, like, well, I do do some, like, solution work and stuff, but it's mostly...
0: Name cooking. one solution. You you sound, you sound PBS. so... Oh. <laughs> what does it stand for?
1: Boom. phosphate buffer solution.
0: Oh, slay. Right? Yes. You sound like one of those, like, you know those pre-med students who uh, interview for, for a lab position and they try to...
1: Sound like they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, and they're like, yeah, yeah. I worked in a lab. I made solutions. Like, bitch, name yeah. one solution.
1: Like, oh,
0: did you? <laughs> name one solution. Water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PBS. Boom, right there. Got you. Wow.
0: Don't no ask me for any more. PBS Kids.
1: And my, yeah, PBS Light. <laughs> 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 Can you name any other solutions? Yeah. Um,
0: um, yeah, BDSM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: BRB, BBL. Uh, yeah.
0: OMG. Um, <laughs> I think classic
1: surgery conferences yeah yeah pstm aaps
0: <laughs> what was that one class in med that they took pbl
1: yeah pbl <laughs> <laughs> well and then the other thing too is like all of our classes in utmb have acronyms so like the anatomy one is called gar g-a-r
0: it sounds like oh my gar
1: oh my God. yeah yeah like you're eating like a mouthful of marshmallows no i mean like i'm terrible at acronyms it's really bad but who it, you know?
0: Once again, empty dome. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, look at my clock. Where's the train? Where's the train? Yeah, yeah, Where's yeah. it coming? Is so it arriving?
1: Like
0: Can you, like, uh-huh. talk about your research, what you're doing?
1: I love my lab mates. They're awesome. I love them, Best too. Best lab mates in the whole entire world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them just said that I have Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I love them. I'm blinking twice for help. <laughs> anyway, no, I um working at a plastic surgery lab in Baltimore. I guess let me let me quickly briefly talk about how I got this position. So I was here last year getting my MPH. And then like, I just kind of emailed the PI of this lab and was like, hey, I'm really interested in plastic surgery. Like, do you mind if I like kind of work with you, in my like part time, like on the side, just like volunteering for no money? <laughs> like, please help me. I need to get into plastic surgery. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because he's wonderful and awesome. And then when I was about to finish my MPH, I talked to him a little bit about like, oh, you know, I'm interested in maybe doing a research year. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll like come join my lab for this next year. And I was like, I love you. Like, you're amazing. And yes. So anyway, I work in a peripheral nerve lab Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: pretty much... It's a translational research lab. So a lot of the stuff that we're doing in small animal models, like rats or monkeys or pigs, mm-hmm. or those are large animal. but rats and then moving on to like primate models oh, or pig models. I love, large rats. Animals. I love rats so much. I know me too. They're really sweet. So um, you like,
0: you directly work with rats?
1: Yeah. I have at least 48 rats that I see every week.
0: Aww.
1: They're very cute. I don't name them because one, I can't remember that many names. And yeah. then, two, I don't think it's like best to get attached because I'm very sentimental. Anyway, so my Mm -hmm. research, we're looking into pretty much how to create surgical techniques that can prevent neuroma formation. And then a neuroma is, yeah, just like say you have a nerve that gets cut, your Mm -hmm. nerve will regenerate, but sometimes it'll regenerate in a really disorganized fashion and create like this bulb looking thing called a neuroma that's like really painful. So we're trying to find surgical techniques to prevent neuroma formation and promote nerve regeneration
0: whoa (laughs) you never told me this is this like how long have you been working (laughs) in his lab
1: it's like july surprise
0: (laughs) i think the last time that we touched base was when we grabbed ice cream it was me you rooster um bug we grabbed ice cream in bel-air
1: yeah 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 this
0: was last may
1: Yeah, this was in my plastic surgery rotation, like right before I moved. Yeah. And then you and I have like kind of talked on and off, like over the phone and stuff, but we haven't seen each other in a significant amount of time. I guess we're not even really seeing each other now.
0: I want to fly to Baltimore. Baltimore. But what's holding me back is I hate the cold weather.
1: I mean, it's not that cold right now. It's like 50.
0: Girl, you know, anything below 60, I got a double layer and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. And double layer is just, like, where you draw the line. Like, you cannot double layer. You refuse to double layer.
0: Literally, <laughs> yesterday in my house, my brother accidentally set the heater to 81.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Even then, I put on a sweater. Because I was like, it's kind of chilly in the house.
1: You were born for the South.
0: Hey, I'm Vietnamese. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, dude, <laughs> jeans, dude, that jungle Asian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally literally
1: you're made for the tropics
0: <laughs> like i think one thing that i love i love waking up in a pool of sweat
1: i really can't tell if you're joking i swear you joking right bible now? That's
0: just. It just it feels good, okay? It feels good. It feels like I'm swimming in a pool.
1: Dude, go to a pool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, bitch, go I can't. I can't sleep in a pool. Okay.
1: You could. You really could. Why don't you create that as your first invention? Like.
0: What I need to do is just have a sensory pool in my room, put a lot of salt in it, sleep in it.
1: Have you ever done one of those?
0: No. Like
1: the Sensory deprivation. Okay, so I think that the the water is supposed to like mimic your bodily temperature and like composition so that it feels like you're not in anything
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that scares the crap out of me <laughs> I'm,
0: like i'm always afraid of like what happens if i just get in and then i sleep and i get carried away and i just like flap over and then i drown and i die
1: well i don't know
0: that'll be so embarrassing because i swam I all know. throughout high school and i was a swim instructor did you yeah. I Imagine. Oh, wait, no, I-, I
1: remember you were CPR certified. You are one of our lifeguards one year, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, how do you remember that?
1: I well, just, you know, I can't remember the first time we met but obviously it's more important to me that I
0: literally was going to bring that up. Like, how can you remember all that? But the first time we met, you don't remember.
1: Yeah, my mm. bad. But yeah, no, that would be really embarrassing. Maybe don't do that, you know? Just like try not to kill yourself in a pool of salty water if that's the alternative yeah then then you can like wake up in a pool of sweat in your own bedroom
0: if I were to die I wouldn't want to die that way like I want to die because of my own actions okay (laughs) I don't want to die by like like a gunshot or anything like if I were to Mm. die I want it to be because of me like I am the reason why I did it
1: okay we love an accountable queen
0: yes like I don't want to give anyone that privilege of like i'm gonna I'm do taking this myself out and Wynn. yes yeah <laughs> i'm doing it myself not to
1: got it so if like an assassin comes and is about to like poison your drink it'll be like whoa, 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 and then you would just like snatch the poison out of his hand and you do it yourself
0: <laughs> i literally would be like nope i'm doing this first and then <laughs>
1: okay. death drop yeah. have you seen did you watch game of thrones
0: no girl i'm gay
1: oh uh, i don't what? watch game
0: of thrones uh,
1: what did that even mean?
0: Girl, name one person who watches Game of Thrones. One gay person, go.
1: I will not name exactly. Exactly. No, you don't do know. E- stop lying. Means- I do. No, I do. you don't. If he's listening. You know who you are because I used your HBO account to watch it. Well, I got Christ something to Harvey. tell
0: you. Cool. They're straight.
1: Oh, well, then you need to tell his partner. <laughs> <that> he's- <laughs> he's- <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. He's going, oh, going back
0: into the closet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's joining you on this podcast
0: in the closet yeah in the closet that's my stuff something 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 something
1: okay hold on I know who Who sings that Beyonce Beyonce. Beyonce
0: now what year was that song dropped I don't
1: know 2006 maybe
0: I don't even know myself
1: let's look it up what's it called to the left to the left Everything, Everything you want, want to, love, to the box to the
2: left
0: in the closet. That's my stuff. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> okay,
1: what what is this called? What's this song called? Irreplaceable. Nice. What did I say? Two
0: thousand six. Bitch. October thirteenth,
1: two thousand six. Two thousand six.
0: seven days I'm before taller. my birthday. Two thousand six. I was. I would have turned 6. No, not 6. Oh my gosh. No, I, you. Was, no. <laughs> you I was no. I was in 6th grade. I was in 6th grade. That's what I'm trying to 22. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too,
1: because we're the same
0: age. <laughs> okay, one fun fact about us is that uh, the year we were born, 1994. You're 94, w, right?
1: Oh, I was 95. Ooh,
0: um born in the year of the dog. You're the year of the pig. And mm-hmm. um our grade levels like, correspond to the years to
1: our years yeah that's the only way i know same here. How old i wasn't
0: so 2001 yeah first grade
1: 2002 second
0: grade. second grade and then it gets it gets a little fuzzy after senior year of high school so okay. like after 2012 <laughs> i'm like oh fuck uh, okay 2013 was when mm-hmm. i entered college 2017 mm-hmm. is when i graduated and then it gets it gets even fuzzier after college for me at least i don't know about you
1: that's Well, no, because in med school, when you like are pursuing or any graduate school, really like dentistry or law, you like live your life in chunks. You know, you're like, okay, I was in, I was in college, this amount of time I was in med school, this amount of time I was, you know, doing this. And so I'm still in that phase. Once I hit like 2023 and I graduate and I become a natural doctor, then I'll probably like the years don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like turning 25. Like no one cares about you after you turn 25, you know?
0: For me, I think everything goes downhill after 23. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to say goes downhill. But I think that was when I'm like, I was like, I'm an adult now. I'm 23. I'm I'm an adult. And then that's when 401ks and health insurance, Uh, all that kicks in. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what is Mm -hmm. adulting?
1: Yeah, I need to probably get on that when I
0: school, so. <laughs> girl you're gonna be banking you're gonna be banking um, and then you're gonna you're gonna be doing all this plastic surgeries and stuff
1: mm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you're gonna give
0: me you're gonna give me a facelift and a rhinoplasty and some fillers
1: i'm so not interested in working on any of my friends but let's see if i even get into residency first Momo, and then hold
0: on <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't tell you i got a little botox mm. injections in my forehead oh good
1: for you let me see
0: it's, it's literally minimal. Like you cannot see it.
1: So great. It looks amazing. Yeah. You're like, I can't lift my eyebrows above mine. <laughs> I couldn't I can't tell you whether or not it is great or not. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't injected Botox in anyone.
0: <laughs> the nurse, she was like, okay, like on a typical patient, um, we inject 20 to 50 units. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm, this is my first time doing any type of cosmetic <laughs> surgery.
2: Gently.
0: So yeah. I was like, 20 <laughs> sounds a little bit too much. Let's like do 10. And so mm-hmm. she's like, well, on the forehead, we, we do about 20. Can we, like, bump it up to 15? I'm like, okay, fine. What
1: is this voice you're giving here? Well, on the forehead. Okay, I, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> Literally, every time I impersonate someone, it's always a different accent, different voice.
1: Okay. So okay, we did okay.
0: 10, 14. No, we did 14 units. I think I started, like, feeling it too. They say it kicks in after two weeks. And it, mm-hmm. just, it just feels stiff. Did it hurt? Oh, no, not at all. Like, I'm terrified nice. of needles.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that.
0: And it really just feels like a uh, like a mosquito bite on the forehead.
1: Have you ever gotten acupuncture?
0: Done? No, 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 no. I'm too scared. <laughs> I
1: guess if you're terrified of needles, yeah, yeah. Um, like getting getting right my there.
0: booster shot hurt more than getting Botox.
1: Okay, the booster hurt like a mother. Like that was really painful for me. For some reason, I got Moderna. No, I got a Pfizer booster.
0: I got two Pfizer's and one Moderna.
1: <gasps> Cheating on your Pfizer.
0: No. Well, you got to mix I and know, match.
1: I know. Very good. Very good, Darian Wynn.
0: My face started feeling stiff, and it's it's slightly still stiff, but uh, it's been, I think it's been about a month and a half. They say it lasts okay. for about three months, and then it goes away.
1: But with Botox, I think the key is preventative, you know, preventative yeah. measures. But also, I'm just gonna put this little plug really quick. Plastic surgery is not just all about cosmetic and aesthetic procedures. Just putting that out there in case anyone is interested in it.
0: Oh yeah, no, girl, amen, amen, amen.
1: Mhm, mhm.
0: Now the question is, would I do it again? Probably not because I honestly, I it's not that you know? big of a difference. It's not that big. well. I wouldn't do Botox again. And
1: you're Asian. You're Asian. Oh, Asian. You don't
0: raise in.
1: That's right. That's right. I went to get a massage for my birthday a couple weeks ago. Thanks. Thank you, Justin, aka my partner. Um, and the the Korean lady who was doing it, she's like, "Wow, you have such young skin." Yeah, true, I was you like, do. Thank you so much. I really didn't do anything for it. Like this was just how I was born. Oh, but you're okay, one of those you, people. No, well, we're Asian. It's like, what's your skincare
0: routine? Water, yeah. air.
1: <laughs> yeah, the sweat of my enemies, the tears of my enemies, yeah. the
0: sweat <laughs> of me waking up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ew my sensory deprivation pool <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right i know and you have class in five minutes or you have something in five minutes you said you got to leave out like meeting. one hand i know flake, one ten, yeah. flake. uh i guess for my followers who are listening some of them might be in college wanting to go to medical school some of them are in medical school do you have any advice for for my followers
1: um don't i'm just kidding Oh want- <laughs> my.
0: Like I'm just gonna edit all the advice out and just say um, don't yeah don't.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, listen. Okay, here's here's two things I will say. One, and this is my opinion. Not everyone. That's my opinion. Okay, I don't know that any. Oh my gosh. What about what about Gina? This one. Look at all those chickens.
0: Look at all those chickens. I just saw a video of her on TikTok. She's like all grown up now.
1: Oh, no, I don't like to hear that. She's, like, in high and, school, I think. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, God. I know. <laughs> we adults now. Um, So I think, like, you know, in my mind, it's important to know what being a doctor is like before you apply to med school, right? So in, in my head, you know, I was, like, I entered medical school wanting to go into pediatrics. I was, like, yes, I really love this. And a lot of my friends do, but my personality it just doesn't vibe with the... the the field. And I think I had a really hard time finding out what I wanted to do until I found plastic surgery because I just didn't like anything else. Mm -hmm. And it was really upsetting for a little bit because I was like, am I not cut out to be a doctor? Like I thought I had all the things that you were supposed to have, you know, like compassion and a hard work ethic and grit and like a desire to serve people, blah, 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 you know, all the shit that you guys write in your personal statement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then, you know, I realized that I guess I just had a really perception of what medicine was like. And it's a job. Like medicine Mm -hmm. is a job, just like any other job. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have red tape and you're going to have crappy bosses and you're going to have wonderful bosses and you're going to have interest outside of medicine. Mm -hmm. So my two pieces of advice are one, don't go into medicine just because your mom tells you or because all your friends are pre-med. Try other things. I got my MPH and I love public health. I wish I had done public health years ago
0: i absolutely adore you for that
1: yes you're so sweet thank you but you know it was it sucked i i found out really later in medical school that i liked public health and that it was important to me and i would i still have gone to medical school probably yes because i really like plastics but i i don't know if i could have said the same thing as a senior in college so one find out what it's like to actually be a doctor like are you happy Mm -hmm. doing what a doctor does and it's not just like, you know, house or Grey's Anatomy. I think Scrubs is probably the closest um, TV show to what being a doctor is like, but it's not like glamorous and you don't get to like sleep with your coworkers in the supply closet. Or Wait, maybe what? You, do. you don't and do that? I do you that. Know, oh. sounds like a regular Tuesday um, for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I must to this <laughs> memo. Yeah, thanks for the calendar invite, Momo. <laughs> and then the second piece of advice I have is that find like stuff outside of medicine that you like, you know? If you are into powerlifting or if you're a content creator, wink wink, or if you are, Who? you
2: know,
1: I I don't know, but he's like really weird and like super dorky and is like super closeted. Um, yeah, you know, like have interest outside of medicine because it's when it gets really hard in med school or applying to residency and you really need to like think about what matters to you, whether it be your friends or you know, weightlifting or cooking, you need to have something to fall back on. Um to at least like preserve your sanity. Oh my, you are so I mean, really scary.
0: You're so fucking well spoken.
1: That's very scary. Girl, I'm like <laughs> out of
0: spoken word poetry. Snap, snaps all yeah, around. I'm
1: on the soapbox, baby.
0: <laughs> <Whoa>.
1: <laughs> my corrugated cardboard.
0: <laughs> if my followers want to follow you, um, where can they find you?
1: My professional Instagram, don't come following me on my personal Instagram because you are not getting a follow back. It's K-H-L-Q27. And then my Twitter, which I don't really use because it stresses me out. But, you know, I'll, like, I'll occasionally check it. It's at Kim underscore tube.
0: Yes, Mama. Slay. Boots the I house down. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Kimberly Koo, so much. I had, all as always, I've had a wonderful time talking to you. I want to bring you back. We're going to bring you back, okay? Okay.
1: Maybe uh, bring you back when I'm a resident. So,
0: 2023. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And I hope everyone has a great day. All righty. Thanks, Mama. Bye, y'all. Bye.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.